You're watching Meet the Movie Press Halloween Edition. Coming up, we're going to be talking about Deadpool 2, Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian, and I don't know, how about God Particle as Cloverfield 3? Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press. Breaking stuff. Oh my goodness, it's going to be a hot show this morning, baby. Literally happening until we, we had to delay the start of the show. That's right, we had breaking just news. Just to get shit done. <laughs> That's us. My name is Jeff Snyder. I am senior film reporter for Mashable. You can find me on Twitter at the Snyder. And today... I'm a style boy for life, dog. This is my partner. Uh, who didn't get the memo about Halloween fancy dress. <laughs> Although from the UK, we don't really do it. Um, oh, it, it, I don't yeah. think I could have carried off slutty cat. <laughs> um, I See, tried last year. We begged to that differ on that one. Well, we thank you, sir. I appreciate the vote of confidence, but I did bring the rain to Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, I'm Simon Thompson. That was my contribution. Um, uh, at Showbiz Simon on Twitter and at Showbiz Simon on Instagram. Facebook, this is Simon Thompson. And I got verified recently on Twitter. Congratulations. That's a big deal. Shizzle be real. Very cool. Yeah, thank you. Um, kind of a big deal. All right. Yeah. Well, so, we got lots to talk about. Let's lots to talk about. I know, the you're situation slightly is distracted. literally unfolding as we speak. Deadpool 2, motherfuckers. All right. Yeah. One second. So, uh, you, you, broke, you, you, start, you start. You broke a story yesterday. Obviously, let's let's take the story back to the uh, to the beginning. Uh, we found out earlier this week that Tim Miller, he directed Deadpool, um, and was not officially signed on, but he was certainly in the, the run. He was working on Deadpool 2 with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, reports this week of some creative differences. He left the project early this week. Suddenly, it seems like everybody in Hollywood wanted their name put forward for directing this, because um, obviously Deadpool was so massively successful. A few interesting names did emerge early this week, and then yesterday, little Jeff here got a bit of a scoop that was that was... Confirmed by no, it hasn't been confirmed. Well, well, okay. it came like, from five I'm... different sources. Oh, right? yes, yes, yes. Okay. More sources Whew. than the Colonel. <clears throat> That's right. And that so, mofo's got sources. Let's yeah, break it down for you. Okay. All right. Yesterday, I got a tip around five forty-five. I was in the middle of a uh, VR presentation for Doug Lyman's new series, and we'd be chatting with Doug Lyman later this afternoon. Kind Very of nice. Exciting. Uh, and in, they had just moved from like the end of the panel discussion to like the audience Q and A, and we all know how bad audience Q and As get. They can be bad. Uh, so I, I felt, you know, as soon as I got the tip, it's like, all right, this is a you have to act fast kind of situation. So I ducked out of there respectfully. Uh, I'll finish up talking to, to Doug today. Yeah, uh, and started started working the phone. So he might he might leave your meeting prematurely. And go, maybe he will. How you like them apples? Maybe he's going to go direct Deadpool <laughs> too. Who knows? How do you like them apples? <laughs> <laughs> so I called uh, I called my boss Josh Dickey, mm-hmm. yep. who is going off to Lady Gaga's dive bar tour. What? Dickey spent the night with Gaga last night. What? I know. Uh, so while he was enjoying himself, yeah, <laughs> I. I was working the phones. Just sticky, really? Yeah. Oh, got no. got uh, you know two more sources in the in the Jeff Snyder circle of trust. Yeah. <laughs> to yes. back up the initial source, who yeah. has been very money for me. Good. Uh, particularly with the uh, high profile director assignments, good track record. Uh, got a a, gr- a good fourth source and a great. Fifth source, and at that point, I'm just calling Dicky like nonstop. Like, when are you going to be home from Gaga? When are you going to, you know? And uh, and yeah, we went through the story at about ten o'clock. We felt like it wasn't going to hold. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I kind of knew that there was that the other trades had been sniffing around. Yep. Um, there's just been a lot of chatter. And again, when you hear when five people in the industry have heard sort of the same thing, mm-hmm. there's typically smoke where there's fire. There is. And we decided to rock and roll last night just before 11 p.m. Nice. Um, and that story got picked up by quite a few outlets already overnight. I hope so. And I hope that they'll remember to credit Mashable.com. Uh, but uh, yeah, first of all, I think it's a good hire. Yeah. You know, I did a whole list of, uh, of, of potential directors sort of focusing in on seven names who I thought would be great for Deadpool 2, really highlighted by Ilya Neyshuler, who did Hardcore. Did you see yeah. that yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that just had the perfect sensibility uh, to me. But And so after I posted that story, I got a lot of feedback from people being like, listen, you really – you forgot the John Wick guys. Yeah. Uh, and then, and most people in my feed actually were saying Chad Stahelski, Chad Stahelski, because he's doing John Wick too. Yeah, you know, like he is the John Wick guy to most people now. Yeah, but David Leach, you know, who's who didn't direct the sequel, he went off to direct Coldest City with yep. Charlize and uh, and James McAvoy. Mm-hmm. He did co-direct the first one, and uh, yeah, I, I think it, I think it's the right fit. We'll see if they can get a deal done. Variety said they had a deal, but that is not exactly true. It is not official yet, and we'll let you know when it is. So what do you think of the hiring? I think it's great. I think it's a really good idea. I I really like the idea that... Potential hiring. Yeah, potential hiring. Um, I I like the fact that uh, there's a lot of of directors who are very established that could have done it. But I think it's nice to see that a lot of these projects who are the most... Some of the most exciting comic book movies are going to people who have a freshness about them Mm -hmm. uh, and a unique style within a genre. Uh, and I think that's to actively be encouraged. So I think absolutely. And, you know, and, and Tim Miller, you know, he had his accomplishments beforehand, but he wasn't exactly huge name in Hollywood. And I think that actually played to the strengths of, of Deadpool, to the character, to what they wanted to do, et cetera, et cetera. So we'll see. I mean, we don't know exactly why Tim left the project. We know there were There's a lot of speculation. A lot of there. speculation, which we do not know whether it's true or not. And then you get the people who are like, sort of hint that they know more than they're letting on but they, they can't usually say don't so well I, I mean even if they do it's like what's the point of saying oh i know i know it happened but then you don't say what happened yeah. like that's just a little frustrating for me as a reader as a fan of of my colleagues and stuff like that but i love Deadpool, like a case of blue balls and i love john wick i mean john wick it came out over here in the u.s and it did pretty well came out in the uk and it did literally nothing at all and then it came out in home entertainment everybody's like what the fuck is this amazing action movie where has this film been See, it's funny. I left the guy. The, I probably left those guys off my initial list okay. because I didn't love John Wick. I thought John Wick was good. Mm. I enjoyed John Wick, but I don't look back on it as some seminal moment in the action genre no. or anything really that great. So, but th- that's why they sort of slipped my mind. But clearly, uh, you know, they were at the top of Fox's list. But as a straight-up intelligent action movie. So that really delivers the action is stylistically, you know, on on the nail and has brains to it as well as balls. I, I John mean, Wick true. ticks those boxes, and, and there are so many action and movies they had out a, there. They had that a history don't together. Do that. Yeah. Uh, so David Leitch was like the stunt guy mm-hmm. on X Men Origins Wolverine, which introduced Ryan Reynolds as yep. Wade Wilson. Uh, he's has you know a huge stunt career. And what's what's really interesting to me is that he's worked on these big movies that have pushed the envelope in terms of. You know, action technology and stuff yeah. like that. Whether it's the Matrix sequels or Three Hundred, like he has been there mm-hmm. for the journey of, of seeing how you push the envelope and create something new. Yeah. So uh, there was. I think it could be exciting. There were a pair of directors who um, were very interested in the project. I didn't think <clears> they were <throat> going to get it. It would have been great for them if they had um, the Soska sisters. 
who do horror. But no, but I don't think they would have been entirely right for it because their action, when it comes to to the action side of things, I don't know if they would have had that down pat quite yet. I think really their strength lies in horror. But there were some really nice action set pieces in the straight-to-video um, sequel they did, See No Evil 2, which made me think that potentially... It- this might not be the right project for them, but we could see them moving into that kind of thing. But I also think I, I have a slight issue with directors who they're, they're so close to a subject that sometimes, a la Zack Snyder, it just doesn't work. You're too close to it. You can't look at it entirely objectively. But mm-hmm. I think for, for something else along this lines, they might be a really good, um, a really interesting pick for future projects down the line. Stylistically do, and visually, do, nice. do respect to the Sasuke sisters. I don't think that they are studio movie directors, uh, especially not a studio tentpole. Um, but uh, interesting, interesting you say that because I know what the next project is. Oh yeah, it's yeah. a studio tentpole. <laughs> They're directing the new Fantastic Beasts. Uh, you yes, me off yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> no. They're directing number five. Um, Anyways, Deadpool 2 uh, got a lot, you know, the response last night I think was really positive. It seemed like Mm -hmm. fans were really into that. Yeah. Okay. Um, We can move on. Uh, Let's talk about freaking Donald Glover, dude. Yeah, big hit, week. Hit me, Simon. Hit big me. week for him. Well, obviously, there was a lot of talk around the uh, the Star Wars spin-off, the Land of Carizin movie, um, about who was going to be cast. Donald Glover recently announced as that. And a lot of great, great response to that. Um, and, a, you know, he's a name that had been banded around and was kind of a front-runner for a while. And I think both him, uh, with new Han Solo, etc., etc., we're seeing a really interesting and very appealing um, younger cast come along in this Star Wars universe. Um, I think I think he's a great choice. Like he, he yeah. was really the only choice, mm. you know. Um, given his background on community, like he just fits with that Lord and Miller sensibility. Yeah. Uh, so I went. I you know I went to college with Donald. We went to NYU together. Oh yeah, of course you did. Yeah. And we were in the uh, very small dramatic writing program together. Mm-hmm. You're, you're with the same people for four years. There's only like 50 people in the program, uh, and and. I'm just I'm very proud of of how far he has come from a writer mm. on Thirty Rock to Community to making his own movie with Mystery Team, which you guys should really check out if you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it uh, with his other Derek comedy guys, also NYU guys. Um, just and and then Spider Man, and now this. I mean, it's an unbelievable trajectory, and I love Atlanta. Have you have you caught that? No, I haven't. I really I'm like behind Atlanta. on some of my TV shows. And he's actually. a rapper. I mean, it's it's unbelievable how talented this kid is, and I think that he's the the right. I think he's the right like size too for Lando next to Alden yeah. Ehrenreich. Like yeah. you, I don't think you could have like a big dude. No, uh, Donald's a little, a little guy. Um, the pieces are fitting together really nicely for that part of the universe. Yes, I really, I really. They're going to look really good next to each it. other, and, yeah. and I can't wait to see who who gets the female lead. And, and I think you know, obviously, they're going to have some interaction between the two of them because we know that Han and Lando have have history together. I think together they're they're going to work really nicely as a you know straight guy, slightly comedic kind of, not totally going comedic, but when the humor needs to be injected, it really, really nicely. I think it's going to be a really a really dynamic. He's, you know, he's, piece a, of he's, a, he's like there. a physical performer too. I don't know. Yeah. You probably missed this one. Magic Mike XXL. I actually went to see them. Did you? Okay, yeah, yeah. he was good in it. I, I like the Ma- the Magic Mike franchise. I actually enjoyed Magic Mike XXL. Okay. Um, I probably shouldn't have, but I did. So Donald Glover, I think we can agree, is the right Lando Calrissian. I, to be honest with you, I don't think there's anybody that doesn't 
right. think the tonic <laughs> is the right that, choice that, for that role. Another it's very rarely you see like that. Tire, like, yeah. You know, it's great. So good, good signing. I mean, it's a no-brainer signing, but it's a good signing. All right. Uh, here was an interesting story that got okay. broken by our pal Justin Kroll yesterday at yeah. Variety. Sherlock Holmes 3 yes. has hired... A writer's room. Yes. Not a writer, not two writers to write competing scripts. I'm talking about a whole room full of talented people whose job it is to talk about Sherlock Holmes 3. Which can go very, very well, but can equally go horribly Have we seen it go wrong. well yet? I like, no. I mean, I like the previous Sherlock movies, but obviously they've approached those in a very different way. Yet, I, I, I'm not sure I could name a movie that had a writer's room behind it that really turned out the way that perhaps it could have. Um, but there is a trend for I mean, this at the moment in right, the studios. Right, it is a trend. We haven't really seen the fruits of that labor yet. I think the first thing is really going to be Transformers 5, yeah. probably. That that came out of a writer's room. Um, and there's a lot of, again, a lot of talented folks in this room. But we've seen it with TV comedy. And oh, TV yeah, well, stuff yeah, that, is, that, is, that is the TV approach, of course. Yeah. Film has always been different. Uh, there's usually been singular, if not singular authorship, then... You know, people coming in to do rewrites. And and I guess yeah. that's why Warner Brothers decided to do it this way. Because it's like, why, you know, write a script and then hire four up more people to rewrite mm. it down the line? Why don't we all just get on the same page now? And there's no shoot date for it right now. So it's not like they're running to a public deadline. So if they decide that actually yeah, working with a, three or four writers doesn't work, they can... I don't think it's a can... priority right now. No, well, I mean, obviously Robert Downey's ridiculously busy with, with Avengers-related stuff and a few other projects too. So, you know, he's not... I mean, there was talk of it starting end of 2016, then early 2017. I don't think we're really going to see any movement on this until mid to late I, next I year. I could go either way on this. I don't think we need Sherlock Holmes 3. It did... The second one did do well enough to merit a sequel. First two made almost a billion or around a billion yeah, combined. I mean, so it's, you know, these are popular movies. I just... I don't feel any particular hunger... For, to see a third film. Right now, I don't. Second I think when I see good. what the cast is going to look like, it might get me a bit more excited. But, you know, it's it's another cash cow for Warner Brothers. You know, and I think yeah, they've had a couple true. of things that, you know, over the last sort of 12 months that they thought perhaps was going to turn into be potential big franchises. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're looking at that. I mean, Storks should have done better than it did do because that was a solid animated movie. I think they were looking at that potentially as a franchise. Whether that's still going to happen, Storks I don't know. Storks 2, still Storkin? Well, I... <laughs> Look who's stalking. But I don't... <laughs> oh, my God, that's great. Thank you. They can oh have that God. one. But I just don't I don't know if we're now going to see a stalk sequel if, and how seriously they were looking at that. But, you know, Sherlock, if you know you've already got a franchise that with last two films have brought in a billion, you're going to look at that as something that's, you know, more yeah, dependable. But, hey... Speaking of franchises... Yes, we could do with a few of those. Uh, right, you don't know where this story is about to go. <laughs> it could go fucking anywhere. <laughs> Our whole fucking I, list okay, is let franchises. Okay, me, let me play franchise bingo. Kevin Hart, Dwayne Johnson... JJ bingo! Oh, um, there we go. No, Gerard okay. Butler. Yes. Coming back for Angel Has Fallen. You're asking, what is Angel? And that would be Air Force One. Yeah. And by the way... It's been time for another Air Force One movie. Really? Like, oh yeah, I loved Air, like Air Force One with Harrison Ford. I'm surprised like there aren't more movies set aboard the, that plane. This is perfect. I'm, in, we, I'm into it. But a couple of years ago, we went through a spate of shit happening on plane movies. And now we're going back to doing Air Force One. Did you and see did, Gerard Butler kill anybody on a plane? No, but did you see London Has Fallen? It was terrible. 
It was absolutely yeah, it wasn't good. awful. I couldn't tell you a thing about it. I really enjoyed Olympus's <laughs> Falling. I couldn't tell you a thing about it. No, I, well, I watched it recently. I was, you know, you sometimes at home and you're like, I just want to put on something that's really, you know, dumb. I'm going to enjoy. It was dumb and I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> um, Olympus has fallen. I actually really enjoyed, and I don't. I'm not, you know, I'm not anti Gerard Butler in this kind of role, but I just think they just fucked that up so bad. That it really, they didn't deserve a third movie. Angela Bassett has never been so happy to be killed off in a movie. Sure. Than that. I, I, I remember. And the, the Mo- scene with Morgan Freeman, who clearly wasn't fucking there, talking to Gerard Butler in that movie. Uh-huh. Bullshit. Did, did Mo- Melissa Leo's in the movie, right? Does she even yeah. have like a line? I don't, I can't I remember. remember. Her being it, was, it was just like, the whole thing was like, this is terrible. I, it just doesn't deserve it. I uh, just that, okay. That that listen. That is a fair line to take. Did I, not. I see it as kind of harmless. Um, and I'm just glad Donuts it's not another harmless, city. It's friend. a little bit different. Donuts are harmless. Okay, okay. let's go diabetes. There's another then franchise. They can kill you. Yeah, potentially getting a third film, according to reports. Okay, is God Particle Cloverfield three? Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. First of all, I don't know that that Ten Cloverfield Lane was really Cloverfield two. No. All these films are sort of going to be taking place in the same universe. I don't know that I like that. No. I'm not a big fan of shoehorning this, you know, just this universe universe into everybody's movie. I don't know why God Particle can't just stand on its own. I guess if you have the opportunity to tie it into a larger mythology, it's hard to resist. But what's then? Then it's like, what's the point of, is it still going to be called God Particle? Don't you need Cloverfield in the title? Well, Cloverfield Particle. No, that sounds terrible. <laughs> terrible name. I mean, I okay. I mean, I enjoy Ten Cloverfield Lane. I did enjoy it a lot, um, and I loved Cloverfield when I when I saw it. Um, yeah. I'm I'm like you. I'm just everybody's got a universe these days, and I'm like I just don't. I'm not excited. The cast is great. You know, JJ's good enough, but I wish JJ would just move away and do something that's original again. Because he's becoming the franchise guy. I mean, that's as a producer, great... though. That's as a producer. Yeah, but still, I'd like to see him the put some stuff, effort I mean. into into something that's... You know, he can do it. He's shown before. He can do really interesting, unique projects. I think God Particle is going to be interesting and unique just because it's part It'll, of a universe. Yeah. I don't think that that's, you know, it makes it irrelevant or something, but... It'll probably be fine. It, it does feel like a little bit of uh, we need to emulate other studios' models and... and make something out of this you know, m- more than what is actually there. But it also feels to me that with, when you kind of create these universes for films, you kind of open the door, and this has happened with other series previously, um, to, you know, to mixed results um, and at varying levels, where what you do is you create a universe and then you find stuff that's sitting on the shelf in a studio and you go, hey, we can rework that and make it part of this universe. You know, or hey, let's let's create it and make it one of these movies. I mean, it happened with everything from the shitty Lost Boys sequels through to the Die Hard movies, where you've had an idea sit on the shelf for ten years, and you make it fit, and sometimes it just shouldn't fit. Square peg, round hole. But we'll see. I mean, it's a good cast for that movie. Yeah. JJ's a reliable I'm pair of to hands. Particle. I've just been hearing yeah. enough about it over the past few years. I was just disappointed. Julius Ona stuck with it. I mean, he had yeah. the chance to go off and do other stuff. But... I was just disappointed to hear that it was part of the Cloverfield universe. Yeah, me too. It felt unnecessary. But, yeah. Um, speaking of, of 
I don't know. Where, uh, that was a bad segue. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no, like, how can moves. I? How can I? Speaking of one, okay. Should we talk about you choose your uh, dealer's choice? Do you, do you want to go? Do you want to go uh, comedies or do you want to go uh, George Lucas, Indiana Jones? Um, comedies. Okay, fine. Uh, two comedies announced this week. Uh, Kevin Hart. Oh, there's more than two, but all right, yes. Kevin um, Hart is going to play Santa. In Disney's new comedy movie, Dashing Through the Snow. <laughs> Can you do a Kevin Hart impression? Could you be like, be like, one horse open sleigh? One horse open sleigh, motherfucker! Why, why only one? Why only one? Is it some bad? One guy, one side had two horses. Um, <laughs> oh, you know that's going white, in there. You know, white Santa had two horses. White Santa? White Santa gets two horses. Black Santa gets one. Um, yeah, you know that's probably going to be in there. I, I actually, but I, I really like Kevin Hart, and I really like the idea of seeing him as Santa. I think it's going to be great I, too. I think it's a great idea. So is he is he actual Santa I or is he dressing up as Santa? I like, I don't to... know. I really hope he's actual Santa. Yeah, that would be that would be that would be, be, be good. I, I would like enjoy getting that. away from the idea of. White, fat, bearded Santa Claus. Like, how yeah. many times can we see that? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, it's a, little, a different take. Yeah, I'm into it. Although, I actually think I would have liked Ice Cube as Santa a little bit more. Hey, Ice Cube news. Hey, he got his own thing at Disney. He did this week. Disney loves it's the Ride Along Boys. going to be a musical movie. Ooh, I've got an idea. Ice Cube in a musical. A musical movie, Oliver Twist. Uh, Ice Cube is going to play Fagin. Fagin had to say it was a good day. What's up? <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so I, I I like the idea of both those because I who, who genuinely is, really like Ice Cube. Who, who is the, who is this movie for? I don't know. Who, what kids are like? I can't wait to see Oliver Twist's weekend. <laughs> Starring Ice Cube. Maybe Fagan. maybe they'll make it more what? street. Oliver Twizzle come, or something. Come on, I don't Disney. know. Um, but Ugh. you know, I obviously someone at Disney thinks that these are great, and these guys are you know we've seen them as you say ride along. Maybe we could see a Santa Oliver crossover. <laughs> you know, I wish it was a good day. <laughs> oh but uh, you know, you just uh, stranger things have. Oh God, stranger things have happened. Um, yeah, but stranger I, I, things are happening. Both they of those this week. When I first saw those news, I was like, oh God. Oh, actually, no. I really like those ideas. My only concern about the Oliver Twist project is that we saw what happened with Annie. When Sony redid Annie. Oh, yeah, that was bad. That was bad. That, that was, was just a bad movie. Bad. I mean, the fact that that movie leaked in advance of being released in cinemas had nothing to do with it bombing in the cinema. Had little to do with it bombing at, this, at the movie theatres. Um, it was just a movie that sucked really badly. It was badly <laughs> conceived, and it was not a great movie. Um, but, yeah, so I like both those things this week. Another universe that's expanding... <laughs> A bad universe. Bad universe is Bad Moms. Bad Moms, we heard about, obviously, being very successful this year. We heard about Bad Dads, which is coming out. Bad Mm. Moms 2 is in the works. And John Lucas and Scott Moore, um, who are the directors, um, have said that they want to create up to nine or ten of these bad movies where other bad things are created. So I would expect bad babies, bad dogs, bad basic bitches... (laughs) That I don't know. The, the, first of all, I saw Bad Moms within the past week or okay. whatever. Um, what did you think? I was not a fan. Really? No. I thought, See, I thought you'd enjoy that. No, I thought it was obnoxious. I, I, I did not really care for it. I, I just it had this really weird female empowerment message at the heart of it. But like, it was like a weird kind of empowerment. Um, and I just thought it was like cartoonish. 
I was not. I did not care for it. So, not a fan of this getting a sequel. Uh, yeah, you'll have, bad dads will have to depend on cast. Yeah. I don't know. We've just seen bad everything. Bad teacher, bad Santa. That's getting a sequel that I see uh, next week. Oh God, is it? Bad Santa too. Oh no, sorry. I thought it said bad teacher. No, 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 no. Bad, no. no. Bad teacher. Bad yes, Santa. Yes, bad Santa too. I'm looking forward. Bad, to. bad grandpa. There's bad everything. I get it. We get it. We're not sort of bad movies. We like to see people misbehaving. <laughs> I poop my pants. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it's happening. I don't think they'll go to you, nine or you ten. You can't stop it. I think, I mean, I think with that, they should just do the three and stop it. Just do it as a trilogy. That is fine. We don't need five. We don't need eight. We don't need ten. I don't, I don't think we'll, there are so many franchises that have be stretched a two. I don't think we need more than two. No. You're, you're already giving it another sequel well, and a trilogy. That's the well, kind no, of thinking well, side. No, we know that Bad Moms 2 is coming. We know that Bad Dads is coming. And then we need to cut it off. We need to close closing time. <laughs> Please. Closing yes. time at Drunk Parent Bar. There you was need to a, go home. You can't stay here. There was another comedy that got some cast this week. Ed Helms and Tracy Morgan doing yeah. Tag. Yep. This was a spec thing I broke like years ago. I don't even know if I was at Variety at the time. I don't remember. But, uh... It's like a group of of high school friends who played, you know, grew up playing tag, and yep. then now to keep in touch, they continue playing it as adults, like for one month a year. So, oh, it's the month of February, and people are flying across the country trying, trying to tag each other. Uh, I kind of, I kind of dig it. I would have actually yeah. liked to have seen Kevin Hart in Ice Cube, and Ice Cube is like the guy who's like, I can't believe we're still doing this at this age. Like, what the fuck? Um, but Ed Helms and Tracy Morgan, not a bad start. New yep. Line loves Tracy Morgan. Great. I mean, I, I, I'm. We all love Tracy Morgan. Who doesn't love Tracy Morgan? Um, but Looks I hilarious in that uh, <laughs> fist fight. <trailer. laughs> yeah. I, I also think it'd be good to see Ed Helms in a funny comedy again. <laughs> I like Vacation, Simon. You take that back. I didn't hate Vacation. Um, but you know, it was not his finest work, and a lot of the stuff that Ed Helms has been in over the last couple of years are really not his finest work. Um, and I would just love to see him in something where he actually genuinely gets laughs. He was supposed to be in Central Intelligence. Really? It was him and Will Ferrell. For a long I could have time. seen that. Yeah, I could have seen that. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I think him and Tracy Morgan could be fun, and I just like as stupid as the premise is. Yeah. Tag the movie. There's something kind of heartwarming about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I'm, I'm, I like the. I hadn't heard of that idea before. I think it's really good. Uh, there was other. There's oh God. There's so much news this week. Uh, Sean Levy. Did you yeah. see that news? Yeah. Sean Levy is going to direct Uncharted for Sony. Finally, after all this time, it's got a director. Uh, Sean Levy, pretty hot right now between yeah. Arrival mm-hmm. and Stranger Things. Yep. He produced both of those. He didn't direct them. But, you know, he definitely got them, helped get them made. Very much uh, so. And Sony wants to be in business with him. He obviously has a good track record with the Night at the Museum franchise. Yep. So we guess we're going to see Nathan Drake soon. Again, that's another that's another story that when I saw it this week, I was like, oh. And then I was like, ah, actually, I think the Night at the Museum movies working within that, you know, realm of worlds where you have to be really visually creative. I think he can make a really good go of that. I'd be really interested to see it. And I think it would be that nice match as he's managed with a lot of his movies to kind of please the mainstream and then please his target audience as well. So I think solid choice there. Solid choice. And um, he's, he's not too sort of tainted or sort of, you know, too attached. Who to would you genre. like to see play Nathan Drake? Do you have uh, 
Any no, this has come up before. I've got friends that have had this discussion. I don't really know. Um, I mean, it depends on whether they want to keep him around the age that he is in the games or whether they would want to take him younger. Um, that's, you know, whether they want to make him kind of like a, you know, a, a 20s style. If they want to go for like the the 40s, kind of age group 30s 40s there are a few people you could think of but i think it would be good to have someone i mean i'm torn would it be good to have someone that was fresh and young and new talent or would it be good to have someone like i don't know um uh elgort oh god no there's two choices for this role you ready yeah answer elgort oh my god no simon come on simon i just want to caress you you need a hug. That's got nothing to do with Ansel <laughs> Elgort. Oscar Isaac yeah. would make a great Nathan Drake. He would. And you know who else would be really good is Glenn Powell. Okay. Glenn Powell is like a more charming Nathan Fillion to me. You see, if if it was going older, Nathan Fillion was the first person that I thought of for that role. I love I love Nathan Fillion. I know you you and everybody else, my friend. Nathan Fillion's never getting a lead in a studio movie. I fucking love Serenity. Ever. Do we understand this? Are we clear? Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I know, I know, and I think that's terribly fucking wrong. He should have one. Oh God, just one. Give it to him. Give it to Nathan. <laughs> You're so nice. No, I just think You're I. You're such a nice guy, R. Simon. Seriously, I, I am a nice guy, and no. I just I. Whenever I watch Serenity, which I've done a number of times, I'm always like, oh, God, I wish you'd be in more big movies. Uh, you know, Casper Van Dien. I'd like to see him as a villain, if anything. I'm, okay. I'm sick of the of nice guy Nathan Fillion. Let's see him get me. If we're getting older, what about Thomas Jane? Just saying, I'd like to see him get more of that stuff. Let's move on. Kevin Hart? <laughs> the Rock, The Rock. It's Nathan Drake. <laughs> Give it to The Rock. Why, we Why to, not? We always need to come back to that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Toy Story Incredibles 2 switched release dates. They have. Which of these movies are you more excited to see? I think I'm more excited to see Incredibles 2 because I was very happy where Toy Story 3 ended off. Yeah, we've gotten three so Toy Story I movies. So while I love the franchise, mm-hmm. Toy Story, I would just say let's leave that there. And Incredibles 2, I think there's more scope. We've seen such growth and in ideas and ability and accepting of superhero movies. I think there's a lot more they can do with the family in The Incredibles 2 that's in line with where we are now cinematically with superheroes. Is there, like... Like what? What ground are you hoping that the Incredibles two explores? Do you hope it, it sort of deconstructs the comic book movie these days? Like, is, yeah, okay, yeah. I want to see something that's a bit. Uh, I say deeper. I don't mean I'm looking like a Werner Herzog's Incredibles two. <laughs> although I would fucking see that. Um, I think I just want to see something that does go a little bit deeper and goes goes somewhere else than good guys and bad guys. I'd like to see something built around that. Mm-hmm. A bit more, maybe exploring sort of what it means to be a hero. Yeah, and sac- a bit more human. I think would be great, and I think obviously the kids will have grown up, so I think there's some interesting stuff that you can. I see wonder around if they'll there. get some celebrity voices for those kids now that they're a little bit older. I would think so. I don't remember who voiced the kids in the original no. movie, but it's probably real kids or something, yeah. or adults who sound. I hope like Samuel kids. L. Jackson comes back. Yeah, I'd love to see uh, Frozone. Right? Yeah, if there's money, there's Samuel L. Jackson. Um, he does. I think he does pretty much. 
the majority of things that he's offered. So, so that depends on how long the the job is. That's coming June 2018. Toy Story 4 moving yep. back to June 2019. Uh, lots. I mean, it makes me wonder why though. What is the issue? I mean, is it? Do they just want to move it to a different date, or do they need more time to work on story to yeah, get maybe towns availability? It. Uh, that it could be a number of things. Yeah, I, I, I but think I would rather them delay it for a year and have a really good movie than put it out a year early and go. Well, we wanted to meet the deadline, and so we could have done better. You know, yeah, just me. When when does speaking of like movies yeah. in the future? When does Captain America, uh, Captain Marvel come out? Do we, do you remember what which date off the top of your is head? that? Is that 2018 or is that 2019? Because 2018 summer is pretty, pretty crammed already. I just like I heard a little bit about Captain Marvel this week. Just that they're like, oh no, it's March eighth, 2019. 2019, yeah. Oh god, because I don't think they're even going to start production on that. And I don't think they're going. I don't think they're going to have a director for a while. Remember that there were there were rumors when that shortlist came out. Yeah, um, that that there may be a decision as soon as Labor Day. If not like Thanksgiving, like mm. you know, they would certainly get squared away, sort of by the holidays. And I don't know if that's the case anymore. I, I, I've heard Disney didn't hasn't loved the drafts of Captain Marvel that have come in, mm. um, and they really want to take their time to get this right before they hire a director. Going back to uh, what we were talking about with uh, Drake, um, Nathan Drake, possible suggestions here from let me just find it uh from sky patterson in the chat uh, bradley cooper i'm i'd be down with that yeah. more so than thomas friggin james he also needs a good movie uh jay gillenhall i would buy that no. but after prince of persia no, i don't think that's gonna that happen is, that is not um or oscar do. isaac could be great oscar would be really interesting um andrew garfield's been named on here oh, oh and sky patterson says likes ansel elgort and nathan fillion so there you go and Herzog. someone said that they would watch um, Werner Herzog's doing anything. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's too old. Adam Driver, I think, is another name that's coming up. Adam Driver. Adam Driver, I think, is going to be, no, that's not quite right. Um, Andrew Garfield was a name that was mentioned in relation to something else. But could Andrew Garfield be an option? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. No. no. But apparently very good in Hacksaw Ridge. He is. Apparently have you seen good. that yet? I have not seen that yet. It's good, dude. We need I to mean, have a conversation about dude, some stuff Andrew, afterwards. Andrew Garfield is in fucking beast mode in that movie. Good. Like. Good. I loved him in 99 Homes. <laughs> He's fantastic. He's a really great actor. Yeah. Um, do, do you remember Boy A? Did you see yeah. that one? Yeah. Yeah. He's very talented. Yeah, I pushed um, to cover that a lot in the UK, and everyone was like, eh, he's Andrew Garfield. But I actually think he's better as an actor than as a movie star. Krasinski. John Krasinski as Drake. Fantastic beast. That was from John Krasinski in the chat room. <laughs> John Krasinski that popped up John to, put Krasinski. A, to announce his candidacy for yeah. Oh, hang on. I feel like Jack Ryan is kind of uh, a similar yeah. sort of situation. Uh, cool. Yeah. No. Um, By the way, Jack Ryan. Yeah. Heard a little casting rumor on that. I don't know yeah. if it'll happen or yeah. not. Uh, Donnie Cheadle. If Don Cheadle was like Ooh. the guy, like his boss, or like the guy who I like Don he Cheadle. reported to, or I mean, I'm, I'm not sure what role it would be what capacity he, he could be joining but i couldn't mm. get an offer on it could be interesting he doesn't he isn't used enough in movies or no. used well really i don't know you know i think he harbored a fantasy about a directing career yeah and i do need to see this miles davis movie it's it very good 
Yeah, people people seem to like very it, but good. it didn't do that well, did, did it? No, it did very badly. Yeah, which so is a huge shame. I could just I could see Don Cheeto working out on TV, yeah. uh, especially on like a big high profile show like that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, Toy Story, we covered that. George Lucas, let's talk about George. Okay, Lucas. let's talk about George Lucas. Let's talk about George Lucas. Uh, George Lucas is uh, apparently not involved in the story for Indiana Jones Five. Not heavily involved in the this story. This seems like Indiana a good Jones thing. 5. I love George. But yeah, did I ever tell you my George Lucas story? Story time. Long ago in a place called London. Now, when he was in London um, making the Star Wars prequel stuff, uh, I was in the Disney store uh, in, in the centre of London and I'd been working during the day and I was like, I'll pop into the Disney store. And I noticed this guy with a white beard, it wasn't Santa, uh, just <laughs> hanging out in the Disney store. And I was like, oh, that looks like George Lucas. Holy shit, that's George Lucas. It's George Lucas. So I stalked him around the Disney store um, and then he saw me and he went, hi. And he went, I went, hi. And he said, uh, I said, are you George Lucas? He went, yeah. I, went, I love Star Wars. I'm sure. And, I don't think he's ever heard I that I nothing before. else to say. And he was like, oh, thank you. And I was like, fuck. Great George Lucas story. <laughs> that was fantastic. There you go. Thank you. It's funny. I, I, I heard in the memoirs. Uh, um, you know, if you if you ever do approach celebrities for the for the folks out there listening, yeah, I, I it's like I'm sure that they appreciate things like that, yeah. but they hear it all day long. I think it eventually gets on their nerves or it whatever. It Does um, I think if you approach a celebrity and just like started asking them like, oh, dude, you catch the Cubs game last night or something like that, uh, dude, have you heard the new Kanye album? Like, I think that they would actually appreciate a real conversation more than just being showered with compliments. I once That's had a I conversation heard. with uh, Tom Wilkinson um, about pasta in my local <laughs> supermarket in London. And then we struck up a very bizarre friendship. We'd keep bumping into each other in a local supermarket. Yes. And then we'd have conversations about George Clooney mixed in with who was coming to our places for the holidays. Brilliant. My showbiz life. Well, back to Indiana Jones. Yes. I did not see Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I don't think I ever will see Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I understand it was terrible. And he did do the story for that, right? He did do the story for that. So Um, sounds like it's a win. So this is not bad. And apparently uh, coming out this week is the fact that Indiana Jones 5 is going to be more questy. Uh, Ooh, focus a quest. Oh, can we have it a bit more? Isn't that questy? every movie? Isn't every character on a freaking quest? Fundamentally, uh, but yeah. So uh, yeah, it's going to be more questy rather than a ooh kind of mystery type thing, uh, which I think is good because I mean that the the best Indiana Jones movies are the ones that have that at the heart of them, um, and they often find some of the best characters along the way in that. Um, so I'm very excited. If it's more like the first three movies, I'm for, all for it. Um, I mean, I didn't hate Crystal Skull. I hated the end of Crystal Skull. The rest of it was not as good as it should There's have been. There's a refrigerator involved in that, right? Yeah, which I yeah. actually thought was kind of fun at the time. I mean, it's ludicrous now, but it was quite fun. Um, but the rest of the film is, is not horrendous. It's just not very good and not as good as it could have been. And the ending's just complete ballbags. But... Uh, <laughs> We got two more news items and two okay. movies that I'd like to discuss. And we got nine minutes to do it. So okay, cool. let's uh, let's do Fantastic Beasts. Yes, tracking at seventy five million. Yes, not bad. Not, not amazing. Great. Can't be what Warner Brothers was hoping for. Is, are the, is this movie in trouble? What's the deal? Um, I no, I don't. I don't think it's in trouble. I think I think that is a little low. I mean, I was yeah. I did double check when I saw that. Check a couple of sites, and like they all appear it's to be early. saying seventy five. It is early. It's not ridiculously early, but I think at the moment there's so much 
there's a battle for a couple of big movies that are coming out this year. And there's a great movie coming out of the holidays at the moment that that um, there's been very little publicity for at this time, which I think is great because it's going to be completely overshadowed by Star Wars and by um, Fantastic Beasts. Are you okay? Do you need I can't, a nap? I'm, I'm like dying to hear what Who's you're about to say. Um, and I just think that we, we're going to see Fantastic Beasts ramping up in the next couple of weeks, and I think we're going to see the interest grow. I think it's going to pull in more than 75. I think it would be around the 85 mark, 85, 90 mark. I think mm-hmm. that would be fair. I don't think it's done a, going to touch 100. Um, but I think this is a little bit low. This feels a little bit low for me, considering the chatter and the interest in the film. Whereas you compare it to what they're expecting for... Um, uh, 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 coming out next week, Benedict Cumberbatch. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, where they're pretty confident about a strong opening for that. I feel like that's going to be around 75. And that, I think, is going to be around 75. Right. We're seeing that generally a public is quite disinterested outside of the film community in that to date. Starting to ramp up now, and I'm seeing people who aren't part of the film community starting to talk about that movie and go, hmm, interesting. And as the uh-huh. TV campaign starts to talk about Avengers and stuff, and I think that's going to hit 75. I really think 85, 90 is probably... I mean, this film's going to be huge. It's going to do for me. mega, mega business uh, overseas and all that. Um, I'm not a Harry Potter guy. I'm not really invested in this story, and it, it sounds like maybe it's tracking lower because there is no underlying source material, really. Mm. It's not like people are carrying around the Fantastic Beasts book, right? No, absolutely. And I think there's a little bit of the case where they've had strong openings this year for a lot of the Warner product, but I think they're just erring on the side of caution when it comes to... So people are going to go, oh, you missed 10 million. It could, by the way, for all I know, the, the, these numbers came from Warner Brothers to lower expectations. And then when the film does 90, it's like, oh, it overperformed and yeah. we did a great job. You never know it just these feels, things. It just feels a little bit... A little bit low for me, about ten to fifteen million below where I would kind of feel yeah, it yeah, should yeah. sit. Not cause for alarm, no, but not in. I'm as certainly good a not as reading it, as too much be. into that. Although, all right, yeah. What's the other thing you want to talk about? And then we'll talk about this week. Just releases. really quickly, Johnny Depp left his agency and his yeah. agent of like thirty years. Yes, yeah. this is a big deal. It's not just. It is a big deal, but it's not a massive surprise. Yeah, no, I mean, that, that's sort of what I wanted to discuss. should have done like, this a few years ago. Exactly. It, it was at the right point in his career. Did he need to sort of shake yeah. it up a little bit? And this is not to do with his private life. This is purely to do with the movies oh, yeah, that he's no. made in the last five five to ten years. I think there have been a lot of movies that he's done, which he was okay in, that he really shouldn't have done. I think he's, you know, looked at doing sequels and stuff. I mean, he, he shouldn't have done the, the second um, Disney Alice movie. Um, that was not great. I just yeah, think he's Mordecai. I just think, you know... There were some real curious choices in there. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully the people at CAA will have him choosing a little bit wisely because yeah. Johnny Depp is wildly They're talented. They're a good team. And I just think yeah. his last few years have been uh, kind of a mess. So. I think he just needs a complete fresh refresh and a reset. And I think that sometimes the only way to do that is clean out your crew. Right. Just get you know fresh ideas and fresh and you know different people uh, it's like, i'm glad he's doing that movie labyrinth that uh, like, yeah that's the kind of role i want to see him in yeah i wish it wasn't tied to the biggie and tupac stuff because yeah. that's like oh that's the biggie and tupac movie yeah i would have liked just a kind of original thriller or cop movie something with him but yeah well, i'm sure that we'll be seeing some more interesting projects coming up because people will be really keen to talk to those guys to say right if johnny's looking for something new here's something he's not done before so i think right. that'll be good um inferno okay inferno coming out this week yep. you went to see it this week didn't you yes okay wasn't good no i've not heard amazing it, things i pain, didn't like the first two it pains films. me no yeah the first two films were not very good they mm. were okay they were like 
entertaining enough or like wa- at least watchable. I and and I had hopes for this one that like it's like you know these move people don't don't love these movies. Let's learn from our mistakes and yeah. do something a little bit different on the third one. Uh, and the re- initial reviews actually I didn't think were that terrible um, or the initial buzz. This movie's not good. Yeah. I think it's actually the worst of the three, mainly because I read Da Vinci Code. I mm-hmm. read Angels and Demons. I knew what was happening in those stories, and, and I actually loved those books. Yeah. Inferno, I read 100 pages and put it down. I wasn't into it. Yeah, I mean, it's less Inferno and more Oh Hell No. I mean, audiences are not going for it. Um, it was a previous last it's... night, Thursday, were 800,000, which yeah. is moderate. They're looking at a 20 to 25 million weekend. I mean, it's opened lower than recent it's an things international like Accountant, play. Jack Reacher. It's, this... done, it's done well. In the in the yeah, non-domestic markets, opened up so far. This yeah. is not a movie for the U.S. marketplace, really. No, um, which is crazy. I'm just with not Tom Hanks and Ron Howard. It's as American as you get. Yeah, I'm just not. It's interesting, actually. A couple of Ron's movies now in, in the last couple of years haven't drawn the audience that they should have done nope. for whatever reason. So uh, we'll see he what hasn't happens. been choosing projects wisely. I don't yeah. know. You know, Ron Howard Did in a the terrible 90s, comedy. Ron Howard in the '90s was an amazing. He's yeah. an amazing director. I mean, one of my favorites. Backdraft, Apollo 13, mm-hmm. Ransom. Mm-hmm. I love Ron Howard, and, and then he's yeah. just kind of lost his touch these last few years. I don't know. Um, Rush, I liked Rush. Yes. I liked Rush. That was but yeah, good. in the heart of the sea was bad, and this movie's bad too. Um, and it sucks because he was in the Mashable offices this week, and I, I got to have a great chat with him. Oh, cool. I'll tell you a real story. So, uh, okay. let me, I'm just trying to think the, the story they told me. Right, so you know, Kroll and I have a thing, Jimmy Shaker Day. You'll probably see it on Twitter. So when I went in there, I was like, "Oh, Ron, you know, quick question: Is today Jimmy Shaker Day?" And he laughed and got a kick out of the, the deep reference. So after the interview, uh, he's like, "Hey, where's the Jimmy Shaker guy?" And he tells me a story about directing Gary Sinise and Mel Gibson in that scene. I guess it was the day the Oscar nominations were announced uh, back in like '95 or 90, it was '96. Yeah. Um, and Mel Gibson got a nomination for directing Braveheart, mm-hmm. and I don't think Ron Howard got one for Apollo 13. So Gary Sinise, he, you know, he's sort of rehearsing the scene. He's like, all right, I'm going to come out here. I'm going to say my line. Then which way am I going to turn? Wait, Ron, why am I asking you? Mel, you got the nomination. <laughs> Gary Sinise with a sick burn. Uh, obviously, he was in <laughs> Apollo 13. Yes. Um, but it was it was funny. So listen, we, we always love Ron Howard. We're rooting for him to get back... Uh, you know, f- get his mojo back, but this movie's no good. Sky in the chat saying Ron Howard should direct a sci-fi film or a horror film. I'd be up for that. There's uh, there's horror elements to Inferno. It's actually well, the fact that it's horribly not, fucking bad. Or no, it, it, oh, okay. There actually are horror elements to it, okay. and, and it's not bad. I would be interested in seeing a Ron Howard horror movie, but it yeah. have to be something like smart. So, uh, what are you doing? Uh, what are you doing this weekend? What are you doing next week? Between now and the next show. Uh... I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm seeing L. Okay, cool. Uh, I need to see Doctor Strange. Okay, I need to have. A, we need to have a chat about that. Um, I'm going to a Roaring Twenties party tonight. Nice. I did see Billy Lynn this week, which I, I wanted okay. to have more time to talk about, but we only have a minute left on the show. Uh, I was just wildly disappointed and felt like I saw a movie that was a totally, that. totally different than the trailer. Yeah. I didn't mind the, the the 120 frames per second. Uh, it is a bit jarring, but whatever. Uh, um, I'm off to New York tomorrow. <clears throat> Yeah. Oh yeah. What are you doing? I'm yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm so rude. I should have asked. No, you. it's fine. Uh, I'm I'm off to uh, to New York to interview the cast of Why Him. So Brian Cranston, James Franco, uh, the director, a few others. So that's yeah. exciting. Cranston, it's great. Franco, it's great really weekend. Cool. Yeah, saw the movie this week. So All we'll right, talk about well, that later. I, I, yeah, unfortunately, that's going to do it for our show yeah, this week. Simon, where can the good folks find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Showbiz Simon, Instagram at Showbiz Simon, and on Facebook, this is Simon Thompson, uh, and of course Forbes writers, IGN, blah 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 yeah. blah blah. I'm like a fart in a lift. I'm everywhere, but no one will. 
own up to me. And I'm Jeff Snyder at the Insider on Twitter and Instagram. You can find my stuff on Mashable. Next mm-hmm. week coming up, we're going to have an interview with Nick Cage, nice. who's a blast to talk to. He says some pretty interesting stuff. Have a wonderful, safe, happy Halloween weekend, folks, and tune in next week on the Popcorn Talk Network. Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.